Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome to, we call it Tomahawked now. Yeah. That is our Braves podcast. Tomahawked is the title. My name is Rob Fox. I am joined, as always, by current Atlanta Braves player Dan Holloway. Yeah. Yeah, I got picked up. <laughs> uh, I actually just found some uh, some of these, the gold trim jerseys on this website. But they're only with players' names on the back. I usually don't buy jerseys with players' names on the back. You don't want to be. So. You don't want to let any one human being know too much that you potentially admire them. Uh, yeah, I would never allow that. Yeah, that's which is fair. I would go. I was thinking about that the other day, by the way. Like which one I would get of the <clears> current <throat> players, and I'm kind of leaning towards Albies as my number one. I played <clears throat> second base when I played baseball. I fucking love Ozzy. Yeah. Even though he's probably not my favorite player on the team. No, I mean, they're still selling Freddie Freeman jerseys and not at a discount either. um, You know what the funniest jersey for sale on the Braves uh, fanatic site? Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels. Yeah, it's still on here. It's... So there, it's on sale on Fans Edge for four hundred goddamn dollars. <laughs> he didn't even pitch one game for he, them. He, I know he appeared in one game. I think, like literally. Jesus Christ! I don't, I don't know how. Like that that I would buy that jersey if it cost fifty dollars. If it was like on full final sale. If it was already signed or something, I'm like I'm not going to go out of my way to get something signed by Cole Hamels. No, Del, Actually, Delco might. It'd I mean, be funny to get Delco that. He Jersey. was the best player on the on the well, the best pitcher on the Phillies that year. Yeah, that the year they won. won. So, put some respect on Joe Blanton's name. Joe Blanton looks like uh, he is always a couple of bites away from just being morbidly obese. Yeah. I know, but that playoffs he went yard on CC Sabathia. That Speaking was when CC was still great. Yeah, Blanton Milwaukee. looks like <laughs> or looked like when he played specifically like a fan. Like beat up the real Joe Blanton yeah. in the tunnel. He looked like put he was, his jersey on. He looked like he was in a softball beer league. Yeah, like but, he he should have been fighting other Phillies fans in the yeah. stadium, not necessarily playing on the field. But I, I've heard a lot of people talk. We'll get to the Cardinals Mets brawl later on, um, and we should probably talk about uh, uh, the fucking. Hold on, which guy was it? It was one of the Mets pitchers. Uh, Bassett. Co- yeah, Bassett. Talking about the grip. About the balls just suck. Yeah. And then uh, I see some people on Twitter this morning posting, like a lot of major league players are saying multiple balls are ha- having to be thrown out of play because there's dents in them. Yeah. What? The I fuck? watched uh, Kenley Jensen do that last night. The ump tossed him a new ball. And I, I guess this happens like regardless sometimes, but like the ump tossed him a new ball and he immediately was like, no, and threw it, threw it off. He's like, another one. The Fuck. balls are all different, is what I'm hearing. Um, and you can tell from uh, the... It, it's just math, right? So barometric pressure, wind, factor in. Elevation also factors in. But then launch angle and exit velocity and the weight of the ball should determine how far it travels. And it's traveling like 18% less distance this year than, yeah. than last year. Like, what the fuck, man? 
Uh, uh, I've watched some crushed fucking balls yeah. not go out. I mean, I watched two. So I've been watching the Angels games recently because that's we're in the Central Time Zone, right? So after the Braves end, it's pretty much just the West Coast games mm-hmm. are still on. And so I was wa- watch the Angels because I want to watch Trout and Otani and shit like that. Um, Trout's lighting up, by the way. He is back to being the best player in baseball. But right speaking speaking of, he's got five home runs. Riley's got four or five. Does he Albies f- has five. I think, I think Riley's. Riley's got four, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I saw an overlay yesterday of Riley's home runs it, by launch angle and exit velocity if it were mapped on to last year or the year before, and he would have eight home runs by now. That doesn't right? surprise me that's, at all. That's, that's, There's well, some crushed that, balls fucking dying. Nobody is fucking happy. The pitchers are pissed off. Yeah. Because they can't grip the fucking ball, and the hitters are pissed off because they're wailing on shit, and it's going to the warning track. Yeah, Why, who is this for? It's not for fucking fans, dude. Because we like we like uh, strikeouts, and we like fucking uh, great defensive plays, and most of all, we like home runs. Yeah, as Mark McGuire said on The Simpsons, "Who wants to see me sock some dingers?" Yeah, nobody wanted to learn the truth about the satellite. They want to see some fucking dingers sock. No. Um, so I was going to say, though, I've been watching the Angels the last few nights. And Trout's on my fancy team, so I usually pay attention when he's batting. Mm. He had two balls that he absolutely smoked uh, down the left field line, both of which, they were still doubles because they were hit low. Mm. But uh, they were hit kind of on a line. But you know how the, the wall gets low? Yeah. They, they have like a really low <laughs> wall in that corner or whatever, kind of like in Dodger Stadium in right field. You're talking about Anaheim? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, dude, like, he crushed both of those. Balls. I thought they were both gone. And they but just like died at the warning track. Now he hit it hard enough that they ended up being doubles or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, th- both of those would have been home runs last year, or the year before. Like they w- it would have kept going. I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, like I, I honestly, you they're they're solving a problem that didn't exist. So last year hitters were striking out more because of the grip, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, because of the spin rate of the ball. Um, they weren't bat- the batting average didn't go down, and home runs went up. So, are right? they solving a problem that didn't exist, or are they solving a problem that they believe does exist? Because if you remember, right, from a lot of their changes, I think we said this last year on the podcast. A lot of the stuff they're trying to change mm-hmm. with uh, um, bigger bases and all, t- and 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 uh, limiting the shift and shit like that. Mm-hmm. They clearly want more station-to-station baseball, more action on the bases, et cetera. Why? Nobody gives a f- It's not 1984. They, no one cares about stolen bases anymore. Dude, I think the MLB, want, that's the style of play they think sells or something like that. I mean, based on the changes that they're making, that, <laughs> seemed, to be the theory, that seemed to be what was in their heads in terms of what's exciting. And I actually don't disagree. I find that style of baseball very exciting. Now, maybe I'm a fucking nerd. Let's ask a casual. Dan, what do you want to see? It's not more exciting than fucking dudes hitting 500-foot home runs. I like bunts. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Jackass. Uh, It's It's positional play, right? What? It's positional play. Like where your batters are... (laughs) Listen, if they're going to make a shift, there's no third baseman, put it down that third base line. Oh, boy. Who do you think was more exciting to watch? Uh, I mean, I guess the big red machine, had a they had both, right? They They had had Lou Brock and uh, not Lou Brock. They had uh, Joe Morgan and uh, 
Johnny Bench and yeah, but I'm talking about base stealers. God, who's the oh guy? the second baseman? Um, that's that's Joe Morgan. No, I mean the shortstop. Sorry, who is everyone thinks should be in the Hall of Fame but isn't? Uh, Fucking god, the Latino guy, uh, Concepcion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they had uh, Tony Perez. Yeah, like they had, but they also had Johnny Bench. They had Pete Rose. They had like power and speed mm-hmm. i'm good with that but that cardinals team those the 80s cardinals teams who fucking cares what they about really wanted I two mean, dudes with 80 steals i don't give a shit about them those were fun teams they no they weren't fun whitey, teams you don't like whitey ball uh no nope. i don't i like uh, the the fucking late 80s oakland athletics that's what people want they want to see two fucking giant meatheads crushing the ball and then fucking forearming each other on the way into the dugout <laughs> and then maybe like tearing an animal's head off on the way in and drinking its blood to power back up that's what people want to see all professional sports are gladiatorial all of them yeah right we don't like pussies that's why americans well at least in america americans don't like soccer not because soccer is boring because it's really not any more boring than baseball if you're not right like super into it they don't like it because people who play soccer are fucking pussies they fall down and fake injuries all the time. People are like, ah, nah. Is that why? Not doing that. Is that why the NBA ratings are waning a little <clears throat> bit, you think? Maybe. Because they're they, getting a little like, soccer. I mean, you saw it in fucking, uh, in the, in the, uh, in March Madness here in the tournament. The fucking, what, what was it, this? Yeah. The flop? The flop. Like yeah. that call got made was everywhere. a lot more than I thought it would, and I was really happy about it. And I'm glad that they came up with a super gay way to save flop. <laughs> Because it's what you did was gay. Yeah. And you need to be punished for it. I agree. It's a pretty fitting hand gesture. Um, but yeah, I think, they want, I think they want traffic on the bases. And the way to do that right, I guess, is deaden the ball and discourage the... Because if they deaden the ball and these dudes keep swinging like this, they're going to get the most boring product possible. Because you, la- you can't play the launch angle game with a ball that won't leave the park. Yeah, dudes aren't going to fucking stop yeah. swinging like that. Why, why would they? Like, you've trained yourself to play baseball a certain way since you were a child. And you're gonna, what, supposed to switch it up now because baseball as an organization... What, what Are the owners voting on this, or is it just Manfred? Dude, I don't fucking... Do they, do they seem like a guy with a plan? I feel like we should, uh, we should seize Major League Baseball from itself. Yeah. Right? Just like uh, we should probably do the same thing for Canada. My take Canada. Like, we should annex Canada... And give them an actual bill of rights instead of a, a charter. I mean, for me, the War of eighteen twelve was one of the great tragedies in American history. We uh, could have taken Canada. Yeah, but they ended up burning down the White House. I, I know think, they kicked, so. they 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 beat us on the offensive. Although it was still a tie, <laughs> I still think we won. Now we lost, but uh, tie goes to the American, as I like to say. Uh, but yeah, that's fu- the dead baseball thing. Is, the, the baseball thing is so fucked. And like between the lockout stuff and and this now, like I don't know, I don't know what the fuck their plan is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what they want. I, and then the and then we'll get into it too with the bass thing with the grip and stuff like that. Like I like literally like what's the plan? Like what is going on? And and honestly, yeah, seize it. Give it. Give the fans a little input or something because when that Braves game went into extras with the Cubs last night. I, that was I, I fucking hate extra innings. Like, legitimately <clears throat> loathe it. I, and I was honestly just like, just do do the home run derby. Maybe play an inning. And the Cubs did win it in the in the tenth. So it's not like I was forced to endure like five extra innings. Where, yeah. But like, yeah, just just do the shootout. I mean, the hit out, whatever. One inning. 
and it's good for bullpens, but it's also like really exciting. Yeah. Well, it, it's like hockey, right? They get five minutes in overtime in the regular yeah. season, and, and then a they shoot get out. Shootout. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> or just let them. I, I, there's not going to be any ties in baseball. No. So one, I, I've said this for two years, ever since this fucking runner on second shit started one inning and then fucking everybody in your lineup all the way down. Right. Gets a swing, one swing, but you choose, it's not one through nine. It's, you can choose the order. Of yeah, which, yeah. Yeah. Yep. However you want to order it. Um, obviously I would probably exclude pitchers from that, but it would be interesting to see guys like, uh, non-traditional power hitters Mm -hmm. like if it was the 2001 uh well not 2001 because i think griffey was still there but if it was like the 2006 mariners i would probably pick ichiro for that because i don't know if you ever went to any of his games where he took batting practice but that dude would fucking just straight put him in the upper deck every single time yeah yeah. uh, just because he could yeah, he did, but he didn't want to in the games. No. Like, that wasn't, his, that wasn't the goal. He wanted to get to 3,000 hits. Yeah. That's what he wanted. Uh, but, yeah, I, this whatever they're doing right now, baseball is the, is the worst managed professional sport right now. It's crazy. It's very bizarre. All the, like, the changes are completely unnecessary. It's like, you know what's good about this? We're going to change that. And yeah. you'll, then you'll see. Well, like, it's, oh, it's God. just sort of like meandering tinkering, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't, they're not trying, it doesn't feel like, you know, you can tinker in some ways where it's like, okay, they're trying to diagnose something by turning a a screw here or whatever. You know what I mean? Like turning a knob there. Like they're clearly not trying to diagnose anything. Like they're throwing shit against a wall. Yeah. And it's, it's insane. I mean, they're, they're operating from the premise that, uh, I, I believe what you're saying is true, that they're trying to get more traffic on the base paths. The most exciting year in baseball history, the most exciting period was 1998 through 2002 or so, mm-hmm. like when the Giants and Angels played in the World Series. Um, that was the most excited, exciting period in the history of baseball, and there's not even any fucking other period of that length that comes close, in my opinion. Like, you could say individual years, like the Maris Mantle chase for yeah. 60, or... Um, the year was one of the years where fucking Ricky Henderson is stealing like 130 fucking bases or some shit like that. Like that's pretty interesting to watch as a single year, but and a single player, but to see all those dudes hitting all those fucking home runs, that's what people came out for. Nobody gave a fuck. No one cared when Willie McGee and, uh, and Ozzie Smith and, and Ozzie Smith. And who was the other guy? Vince Coleman, Vince Coleman were all stealing like 80 bases. In a season. Right. No one fucking cared. That did not bring any new fans to baseball. It didn't make people stay and watch the game longer. None of that worked. Home runs work. And I would say, you know, what's funny too is uh, to uh, go back in history in uh, the classic Ken Burns podcast, you know, baseball. Um, literally, his title of it is Ken Burns Baseball. Um, he talks about, or they talk about how baseball was already super popular, it was already, or it was already popular, and people came out to the games, they loved Ty Cobb and stuff mm. like that, blah, blah, blah. But when it really exploded, when it really fucking became uh, the national, like, obsession, uh, was when Ruth started doing and home runs. ungodly things yeah. to the ball. Yeah. yeah, it was never about fucking, even when he was a great pitcher, even when fucking Walter Johnson was throwing 300 miles per hour or whatever the fuck, nobody cared about that shit. 
the the uh, Babe Ruth was they 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 mocked it, I guess, in uh, in the natural, but. He would travel around and just hit home runs in front, not even play baseball. Right. Just have, oh, who's your best fucking pitcher? Bring him over here. Crack. Yeah. That was the whole show. I do. I'm, I'm exasperated with all of this horse shit that's going on. It Man. doesn't make any sense to me. I want to live in a world where some fat guy just comes into your town and is like, give me your best pitcher. And the town has, like, there's like the town yeah. pitcher. <laughs> and then he rocks him and fucks his wife. Yeah. Like, that's what you get, dude. You should have thrown some more breaking pitches. You're describing every old sports movie, yeah, ever yeah. made. Learn a slider. Yeah. Um, but get into the a little more specific into the Braves stuff. Biggest news of the fucking season so far for the Braves: Acuna is back tonight. Mm. Yeah, Carrie uh, said it best last night. Like when you get a guy like this back from injury, it's like making a deadline trade for one of the top five players in baseball right but you didn't actually make a trade and it's three months before the deadline um that offense needs a jolt but even more than that the defense needs an anchor somebody that actually knows how to play defense in right field because yeah. we haven't had now we can put um demerit and left and once uh, uh rosario comes back platoon him there mm-hmm. and then you know Duvall and, and acuna can switch out in center right yeah whatever that that's now you've got like an all-star caliber defense at that point. Right. But it's been a, the biggest weakness on the Braves so far this season has been, uh, outfield defense and strikeouts have been really high. Yeah. Uh, so Which I don't know that Acuna will necessarily help put the strikeout portion, at least to start. Cause I think no, he's going to no. be swinging. Yeah. He's, he's, He's he's pretty amped up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect him to see any first pitch strikes. <laughs> if you throw, if you're uh, on uh, the Cubs or I guess the Rangers, we'll be going to games this weekend to see that. I'm going on uh, Sunday to watch Max Reed pitch. Um, I don't think. I think th- that your manager should take you out of the game if you throw him a first pitch strike, like honestly. fastball especially. Yeah, like throw him a breaking pitch. Low and away, fastball in on the hands, low or not low, but uh, middle in, like middle. He's that's a pitch that he has some trouble with sometimes. But if you throw anything out over the plate on the first pitch, you should be maybe have your contract terminated. I don't know. <laughs> that's really stupid to do that. I uh, yeah. So he's going to be in right field, which <clears throat> I thought was interesting. But yeah, like the defense needs it. I actually that's a thing that's going to be. Um. A huge, huge, almost like unnoticeable upgrade because there haven't mm. really been like necessarily outfield errors so well, far. It's been in left, but right, the, like have, near. It's more near misses than it is right. Yeah. So the, there have yeah, but like I'm saying, it's not showing up on the scorecard. The the outfield defense issues, but right, right. now moving Demerit into left <laughs> and Duvall in center and then Acuna in right, like your outfield defense goes from like pretty bad to pretty good. Yeah, and you've but, got two guys on your roster now in Demerit and, and uh, Arcia who can play pretty much every position other than catcher, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wouldn't put either one of them in center field probably. No. But in a pinch, they can play pretty much anywhere. And frankly, if Demerit keeps heading like this, when Rosario comes back, I don't think Heredia is going to stay up. Like Man. I, I understand that he's the backup fielding the guy back there, but I mean, he's, how much better is he than Demerit? And does he contribute anything on offense? You have to make that decision at right. some point. 
we'll see that we'll we'll get there when we get there. But for now, <clears throat> to clear space for Acuna to come back, uh, Dickerson was designated for assignment. That's a tough break for him, but he'll get picked up pretty quickly. Yes, he's <clears throat> it's a valuable bat. He, for he'll sure. be on somebody's team before the weekend's over. Yeah. I would guess there's absolutely a, a team that could use yeah. Dickerson. May, that, maybe back on the Giants actually because they are having a lot of trouble scoring runs. Um, they they got shut out last night actually. Um, let's see. I'm going to pull up the box score right quick by the uh, by the Oakland Athletics. That's not ideal. No, it's not fucking. Good. And it wasn't like this. Well, this Blackburn kid for Oakland. He's not a kid. He's 28. Local guys from Antioch, which is like 35 minutes away from Oakland. Yeah. <clears throat> He's three and zero with a one thirty five year race, so he's having a good season. But still, I mean, you shouldn't be getting shut out. I mean, three. even when Oakland sucks and they suck this year, mm-hmm. they still like they're still bringing up dudes that are like the reason they suck is because those dudes haven't like just developed yet. Mm-hmm. But their talent, like, there's always some measure of talent. It's not like the fucking uh, like Reds right now or Diamondbacks, where it's yeah. like there's not even a prospect there to look <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Who's just like cutting his teeth in the major leagues? Yeah, like. Oakland, there's always, always fucking dudes who can do something. Here's so San Francisco's depth chart right now. They, Joey Bart is their catcher. I have no idea who that is. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Bell, he's been around for a while, not really doing much these days. But uh, Tommy LaStella, their second baseman, Evan Longoria, their third baseman, Lamont Wade Jr., who is. Uh, Fucking their left fielder. Uh, all those guys are on the 10-day disabled list right now. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski is out for some reason or another. And uh, Jock Peterson's day-to-day, but he's pl- he played last night. Um, and then your DH is Darren Ruff. He's 35. I, honestly, man, Dickerson is better than Ruff. He's a better hitter than Ruff, probably. Yeah, right? and I mean, Dickerson um, just played for the Giants for like three years. Yeah, I, c- I could see him go. Although... They're pretty loaded on left-handed outfield bats. Either way, he'll find somewhere to play. Yeah, before the weekend's out. I, I Which wasn't. I, I liked him for the yeah, short had, time he was here. He had bad luck. I mean, his exit velo was pretty good. He's yeah, nothing was falling. He was crushing the ball. Um, so with Acuna back, Rosario's out. Has He's a out. weird eye injury. Yeah, he had a hole in his retina. Now I had that before. I don't know how he kept his eye open. I had uh, when I got PRK back in the day, right, yeah. in the army. <clears throat> they put these uh, contact lenses over that help your eyeball heal or whatever the fuck, and you're supposed to leave them on until it's fully healed. They pulled mine out, and uh, it, it felt irritated, but I didn't really think much about it. And then when I woke up the next morning, I couldn't even open my eye, right? Because, I mean, I could open it, but... But your eye didn't would, want to? Like, your eye was like, no, 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 no. It would immediately start watering because there was a little tiny pinhole in my in my uh, cornea there. So... <clears throat> It's like, I don't even know how the fuck, why did it take him that long to figure out that there was something wrong with his vision? Yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I get trying to battle through it, but if it's like really bad headaches, if it's, if it's your back or if it's like a muscle or something like that, whatever, man, you know what I mean? Sometimes you can play through that shit. If you're having really bad headaches or uh, your elbow is throbbing or your fucking eyes aren't working properly, go get it checked out immediately. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, like you could tell he couldn't see the ball. He was, he, it wasn't like spring training rust where you're like half a second or half, like a split second late on 
good fastballs. He was like way late on like 94 mile per hour fastballs. Right. Every single time. And, and the contact he, he was getting that, if you're a professional hitter, to make up for that, you're just going to guess more, right? And then he started looking like an asshole. He never really got over it. <clears throat> um, we'll see when he comes back. It's going to be like eight to 10 weeks, right? Uh, I didn't see the time frame, but that, I mean, that, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, so he's out, which loses a left handed bat, and we're basically replacing it with Acuna, right? A right handed bat. So what do you think? Acuna doesn't give a fuck which side the pitcher's standing on. By I mean, way. yeah, he's he's a, he's in a tier where yeah. splits don't matter. Um, what do you think the lineup looks like now? Obviously, Acuna goes back to one, and Albies goes to five. Okay, yeah, of course. So you're looking at Acuna, Olson, Riley, Ozuna, Albies, yep. and then whatever the fuck after that. I mean, there's a chance they'll go Albies, Ozuna, just to go left, right, left, right, the whole or right, left, right, left, the whole. Yeah way through the first five um, or I guess six in that case. But Ozzy does best in the five hole and Azuna seems to be unaffected by where he's heading in the order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, t- frankly, having uh, Albies behind him instead of nobody Duvall and Travis Darno, even though Darno's looking pretty good. Yeah. Having Ozzy Albies, like a fucking legit MVP candidate behind you, is going to change the way pitchers pitch to him. Yeah. It is bizarre how I, it feels, at least, it at least feels like, so maybe it's perception, not reality. But like, even though Darno's a good hitter and Duvall is always, you know, I mean, he, he's, his rate numbers aren't ever very good, especially mm. in terms of batting average and stuff like that. But like, he'll crush a ball. Um, but yeah, I mean, just put having like the reputation of Albies behind Ozuna as opposed to the less intimidating reputations of those other two guys is yeah. it's yeah he should Ozuna should be seeing some pitches. And Albies is just a fucking he's he's a he's an extreme free swinger for sure. There's no question about that. He's not going to walk much, but uh, not the not a he, he's a pretty good situational hitter as well. You know what I mean? Like, uh, let's see. With uh, with runners on last season and 260 at-bats, he had 315 with 17 home runs and 93 RBI. Yeah, I'll take like, that. He's, he's, even with scoring position, two outs, fucking 286. Like, he's a good crunch time situational hitter. And uh, so is Dansby Swanson, by the way, but he can't hit in any other situation. I, it's fucking it seems insane, like. dude. Yeah. Like, just tell – just. I, I don't hypnotize Dansby into thinking every at bat is in the eighth inning with yeah. the game on the line and there's a man on second. Yeah, somebody who God, who was it? Frank Hoare was talking about that with uh uh who's the uh pitcher that's on the broadcast? Oh, Paul Bird. Paul Bird, yeah. He was talking about that with him about some other dude that's like great in crunch time all the time, but he can't hit any other time. I think I mean Duvall's Duvall was like that too, like especially with two outs and yeah. that was a scoring position. I think Duvall they said last year had like forty nine two strike RBIs, yeah, which is bananas. Yeah, but you can't simulate that shit. If no. you could, I mean, some people can. Jordan could. Jordan found ways to challenge himself, no matter what the fucking. They could be playing um, like. I don't know. The Cavaliers were actually good back then. Who sucked back then? The Knicks. Yeah. They could have been playing the Knicks back then before they got good. Like the Knicks, when the Bulls were battling with the Pistons. Right, right. They could have been playing the Knicks, who were one of the worst teams in the league. And he would find, like, what that guy, that guy's haircut? Is he making fun of me? Fuck him. And he would find a, a way to zone himself in. Man, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody be able to do that in baseball before. Like, literally, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody 
who every single plate appearance they're that locked in other than maybe like trout or pool holes or somebody like that you know but trout and pools it didn't ever seem like they were like angry locked in it was more just like zen yeah i mean chipper chipper was angry locked in sometimes i guess yeah especially playing in new york because they were just yelling larry at him the whole time um anyways but yeah it's so that'll be interesting so when rosario comes back and the lineup's like fully full where do you slide rosario and is he after albies um, I mean, I, you've got Rosario. And, and or do you put him eight? Because, I mean, you, if they want to keep the righty-lefty situation going on. Well, if Demerit is still uh, hitting like he is now, then I feel like you have to platoon him in left, right? Yeah. With, with Rosario. Well, Rosario is probably planned on being <clears throat> platooned anyway. Like, yeah. I don't think Rosario was going to... Rosario was probably going to play in 115, 120 mm. games. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would probably go in the six hole behind Albies. I mean, you want Duvall there probably, right? You want a guy who's going to drive in runs with two outs because there's a good chance if Ozuna's on second base or something like that, that Albies gets walked by a yeah. right-handed pitcher and then you're left with Duvall with two outs and runners in scoring position. That's that's probably who I would want there. Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, Duvall and Darno, it's two like different types of hitters who are yeah. both have like who are both good hitters in yeah. their own way but yeah it's interesting to kind of figure out who the fuck you would want i don't know like i can't really part of me wants the power for <laughs> duval and the two out stuff but then i would say darno is definitely the more consistent guy uh more contact probably from darno but i don't know what his uh let's see let's look at his splits they're Run- both righties runners on 239 for darno Scoring position two out two forty two. That's just last year, but who knows? Yeah, Duvall get Duvall does get weirdly locked in, and it is weird with Duvall too. By the way, like that is a guy, and we'll talk about Dansby in a minute. But like, I see him and him in particular. I'm like, why can't you do this all the time? Because mm. I think he's, <clears throat> even though I like Dansby Swanson a lot, I, I think Duvall is just like generally a more talented hitter. Well, he's definitely got a better body right yeah I and mean, he's he's a big strong dude he's stronger he seems <clears throat> to i don't know at least know what he wants more mm-hmm. but I, it's it's weird so it's it's funny to me that like duvall more so than dansby even it's like i like it feels dansby it feels like he doesn't know why it's happening and duvall it feels like he's like i'm cool with hitting 220 yeah you know well i mean swanson <laughs> they're, he's they're the same height swanson's about 25 pounds lighter yeah um so he's not ever probably going to have the same power, but with these lo- balls, he's going back to being a 15 homer guy. Yeah, he. It looks like he's fucking. Well, he hasn't hit one yet this year, so he's currently on pace for zero. Yeah. Um. But it. He looks like he has no plan when he goes up to the plate. I don't even know if it's whether he's seeing the ball well or not. He doesn't seem to have a plan. Yeah. At any point, like it's. If you get the same pitch three or four times in a game and you swing and miss at it all three or four times, then you have failed as a major league hitter. I don't give a fuck what level you are. Like if you're a number one hitter or you're four or nine, I don't give a shit. If the same pitch gets you over and over again, that means you don't have a plan. Right. And it's one thing to get out, but like at least like put the bat on the ball. Yeah. He's striking out 40% of the time right now, which got, it has to be leading the league. Right? It, uh, it is. We'll get into the moment. I'm going to do the uh, ads mm. real quick. 
talk about my bookie where yeah. we uh, made some money the other day on Walker Bueller, but then I got cleaned out. Yeah, on you lost strikeout over. What? You lost all the money that you made. So I did, yes, because uh, I just pounded strikeout overs again the next day. But hey, if you love sports and you love making money, uh, mybookie.com is the place for you. Not only does betting with mybookie.com make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code Drinking Bros, your first deposit will be instantly doubled up to $1,000. With thousands of bets to make on all your favorite sports, there is no shortage of ways for you to win at mybookie.com. On top of having amazing lines and props, MyBookie is also home to several exclusive contests and promotions so that you cannot find anywhere else. They also have an online casino that is fun with real dealers, like live blackjack dealers. It's not like a computer algorithm or anything like that. There's like literally some woman in Antigua putting cards on the table. Uh, so get off your couch and get in the game with mybookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Head to mybookie.com today and use the promo code Drinking Bros uh, to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com. I would not bet on uh, Dansby Swanson hit overs right now. <coughs> uh, as you said, he strikes out a fuck ton, right? Like yeah. this year. Uh, I read this on ba- the blog Battery Power this morning, uh, the SB Nation Brave site or whatever. Um, he's striking out 40% of his at bats, which, yes, does lead the league, I believe. He's also got been. a 40% whiff rate, whiff percentage. So when he's striking out, he's not even really fouling pitches off or anything like that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, What's weird, though, is that he's not chasing, like, at all. He, in fact, has the lowest chase percentage of his career. Mm. So he's not flailing at curveballs in the dirt or sliders a foot outside the fucking zone uh, in the batter's box or anything like that. He's not swinging at all. He also has his lowest in-zone swinging percentage of his career. So he's taking... A lot of strikes. He's taking. So, I mean, what do you see? Like, what does that data even like remotely tell you? Vision and approach. That's what it tells me. He's not seeing the ball well, and he has no plan up there. I mean, look, you don't want to be guessing on every fucking pitch, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you want to go up there. So, like Chipper, for example, would go up hunting for one pitch. Yeah, he would be like, I think that at some point probably pitch three or four for example this dude's gonna th- th- try to put a slider inside right. <clears throat> yeah but you get i mean as a professional hitter you look out on the field and you can see how the defense is playing you and you can infer some things about what pitches you're about to see mm-hmm. so if the entire infield has shaded you to the left side which they do with him right i mean they like all three the second baseman's over on the left side of the field against right. him when no, when no runner's on. And the outfield is shaded to the right. So that means he's going to get pounded low and in and low and Dance away. Yeah. yeah. Low and in and low and away with fastballs and low and in, breaking pitches low and away to get him to roll over it and hit it to the left side of the infield. And uh, he's, they're going to pitch him high and out over the plate. Uh, uh, as well, and that's why the outfield is going that way. 
Fucking look for one of those pitches. Go up there every single goddamn at bat and look for that pitch. Like I see the outfield like that. This guy hasn't been he he's hitting eighth and ninth in the fucking lineup. All right, this guy hasn't been able to locate his low fastball here, so I know that this other pitch is coming. Sit on that pitch, get it, rip it. Who gives a fuck if it's a fastball or a curveball or what? But he's not doing that. He's taking strikes over and over again. It's very frustrating to watch. And I'm surprised uh he hasn't corrected it yet by this point in the season. Yeah. Like we're a month into the fucking season now. It's time to get your shit together, bud. What do you, I mean, at this point, what do you think Dansby should be doing? Because he's had such a bizarre <laughs> kind of hitting career. So, well, first off, he had a great at bat last night. Mm. You could see the plan, like we talked about earlier. When yeah, he- that, so just pretend everything. So in the, in the one you're talking about, there's runners on second and third. Mm-hmm. And the right side of the infield is basically open. So, okay, cool. You get to a certain count. You know this guy's put-away pitch is a low and outside fucking slider or whatever the fuck. That's what's coming. Mm -hmm. You know it is. So if it's in the strike zone, you punch it through. Go up there every single time with that approach. You don't have to put the additional pressure on yourself to lock yourself in or whatever. Just use the same approach you do in situational hitting. Right. Try to do, go up to the plate with a fucking plan every single time, whether it's like, hey, I think this guy's going to throw this pitch, and when he does, I'm going to do this with it. Yeah. That's better than not having any fucking plan at all, which it seems like he doesn't, man. If you're taking that many strikes and you're swinging and missing on 40%, not just striking out 40%, but swing the 40% of the pitches you swing at, you also miss. That's right? fucking Those are wild. two different numbers. Yeah. God damn it, dude. Do you think he has like AIDS, an, I- maybe. <laughs> an, an identity possible. issue? Because... <clears throat> Sometimes I kind of feel like he and maybe the team as well, because mm-hmm. this is kind of on the on the team too, to an extent in terms of like the hitting coach is failing him right now. Yeah, There's no question about that. Um, did they not know what type of hitter they want him to be, and does he not know what type of hitter he wants to be? Because it feels like <clears throat> there's almost this like, dude, Dansby could be a 25, maybe even 30 type of guy. I mean, he could be. There's almost like this, like, he could be just like Ozzy Albies. Like, we basically have two of the same hitters yeah. in the middle of the infield. But That's Dan's, definitely not true. Well, and the thing is, like, he could be that when the ball, when they're not throwing a rock at him, mm-hmm. like they are now. The ball's fucking dead, so he can't do that. I don't think he's capable of doing that. And he only hit 15 in that other dead ball mm-hmm. year. Like, I think it was 2018 or something like that. But I think, for me, with Dansby, especially now that we have him in the nine hole as a sort of, like, second leadoff hitter or whatever... Like, all, all I want him to do is hit the ball like he did last night against the Cubs in the eighth inning or whatever um, when he tied the game. Like, just get yeah. on base. Just hit singles, dude. Like, I don't need slugging percentage out of you. Like, I don't need doubles. I don't need homework. Like, that's awesome. And if the ball, if we know it's a, a good baseball, like a juicier baseball, sure, man. Yeah, like, maybe lift and, and, and elevate or whatever a little more. But, like, he's a really... He seems to be a high IQ baseball player. He certainly is in the field usually. Mm-hmm. I, I I see an identity crisis or an identity issue with him, where yeah, he isn't going up to the plate with a plan because he doesn't even know what they want him to do or what he wants yeah. himself to be. I mean, it's it does feel kind of like um, Major League Two, where fucking home, uh, Willie Mays Hayes is just trying to hit home runs. Yeah. Right. Works out in spring training. Then you get warning track power in the, in the regular season. I, I don't know. I mean, the solution is very easy. Hit fucking. You're, you're a quick dude. 
hit the ball hard. It doesn't matter where, if it's out of the park or a fucking double down the line who gives a shit. I mean, you look at uh, um, <clears throat> Riley's approach so far this year. He's had a couple of two to three game stints where his approach looked kind of shitty and then he gets locked back in and you can tell he's locked back in because he's hitting doubles down both lines yeah that's his fucking sweet spot that's how you know when that out over the plate pitch instead of pulling off of it and missing it he's fucking hitting a line drive down the left field line and getting a double out of it you don't have to you don't have to hit home runs for this team to be good or for you to be good and i'm not all people too I don't know if he's actually trying to hit home runs. It doesn't look like he's changed his swing or anything like that, but the approach is different. Like if you're trying, if you're hunting, you will take pitches that you could have hit hard somewhere else other than over the fence. And uh, that's especially this year is going to be a mistake for him because he he should not expect to hit 20, 25 home runs with the ball like it is right Fuck now. Fuck no. That's, out, that's out <clears throat> off the fucking table at like this season unless they switch the balls out midseason. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just not going to happen. No. If his plan was to do that, then it's time to change the plan, <laughs> obviously. I mean, he's, gonna, he's on pace to strike out 240 times this year. You can't do that and hit zero home runs, dude. Right. Like, yeah, that's, like, that's not – even for a shortstop, right? Like there's no. certain positions, catcher, shortstop, where you can live. But when you're – when you're – it's – when you're a situational hitter, like if you're in the eight nine hole, like that, it's not a three true outcome no. situation. Like the, the what you do with the ball matters, and striking out and walking back to the bench is a no go. Yeah. And the other thing too that's frustrating is that like he is one of the dudes on the team who strikes me as one of the better uh, guys at being pesky and fouling balls off. Mm-hmm. Like it's that seems like a talent of his. <clears throat> And he, again, demonstrated it in that uh, at bat last night uh, that tied the game. But like, I, yeah, I don't know why he's not. Maybe it'll click for him after that at bat. Yeah, hard to say. You never know what it, what's gonna get a guy over the fucking edge there. But. And he will be batting in front of Acuna now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that'll help. Yeah, it can't hurt. Fuck. Um, so they're not gonna fucking walk him. That's for sure. <laughs> no. Although his walk rate is the highest of his career as well. Because he's taking, yeah. So I mean, that's good. Just, just don't whiff. Like even the strikeout percentage, like you don't want it at forty percent. But the whiff percentage is what really yeah. needs to come down, right? Because when the whiff percentage comes down, that's that'll change the strikeout percentage. Yep. Um. So I still love him. I really, he's handsome. I want him to. I want him to do well. Pitches per plate appearance. Four point one eight. This is the highest pitches per plate appearance he's seen in his career as well. He's He's watching a lot more balls. So do you think then, if it looks like, I mean, because the, uh, the, the more than the, the whiff percentage and the strikeout percentage, the chase percentage uh, and lowest end zone swing percentage, those to me are the two bigger indicators of um, a change in philosophy or he's mm-hmm. trying something. Uh, how long you know, do you think that takes to to manifest itself i don't know i mean how long are they going to give him and what what do you what 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 is his strategy there with that in particular is he trying to increase his on base percentage i mean is he does he want to be more of an on base guy because he knows he's kind of a second leadoff hitter that would kind of explain the lack of swinging uh yeah it's possible but 
that's not who you are, man. Like, be who you are. Be the best version of who you are. When the situation dictates, play to your strength. He he is uh, a pretty good fucking contact hitter, or has been in his career, right? Um, especially situationally, he seems to do better when he's in that in that scenario. So you, he's it's good. It's clear that he can adjust for that scenario and and do what needs to be done. So why? Th- like uh, for the n- other 99% of the time, just be who you are, be the best version of who you are, throw your best pitch, take your best approach at the plate. And it's up to the manager to put you in the right position for that to succeed. Right. That's yeah. how that works. Like you can't fucking, you can't control all these other things. Like you're not going to all of a sudden become great at something you've never been great at just because that's what the situation calls for. That's not how any of this fucking shit works. Otherwise, the team with the best on-paper team would win every single fucking year. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I, hopefully, hopefully he figures it out, or hopefully whatever he's trying to do manifests itself, whatever. Uh, another Braves player who's struggling, uh, and you're a former pitcher, so mm. I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about this. Could just be uh, bad luck. But Charlie Morton, not looked good so far. Wasn't great again last night. Uh, Morton, typically a strikeout pitcher. His uh, K per nine is under 10 this year. Quite a, I think quite a bit under 10. Mm. Uh, usually over 10. Uh, his walks double what they usually are so far. Uh, 327 yeah. Babbitt, which means that is, there is some bad luck. Usually the average ball, batting average on balls and play is literally like 300. So if it's over 300, a little bit of bad luck. Under 300, a little bit of good luck. Um, his velocity is fine. Yeah. So what are you, what are you seeing from Morton? Um, just location. Location's bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's still getting comfortable landing on his front foot or whatever. Yeah, uh, it was his leg. I think it was just his, like, what is his bone? Fibula? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, I think he just, like... Tibular, fibula, I don't know which one. one, one which. Yeah, whatever. He broke it, obviously, yeah. when, he got, when he got the ball hit off him during the World <laughs> Series. Um, what, uh, I mean, and there was his landing leg too. Yeah. So people uh, underestimate how big a deal that is for pitchers. Yeah. Like there, if it's your non-pitching hand or shoulder, nobody gets a fuck about that. But if it's your front, your front side, especially, I would say the front side is, as more important than the backside. Cause the backside, so you, the you stuff think, that matters is just keeping your core straight. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can launch forward and I don't mean push off the rubber. You should never push off the rubber. Yeah. And don't teach your fucking kids to do that. either. It's really stupid, but collecting and then letting your momentum go forward and, and having it happen all the same time. So it amplifies. I mean, think of the, think of your body moving forward as a multiplier for how fast your arm is going. Right. Cause that's what it is. Um, He's he seems to be doing that pretty well because the velocity's there, but his landing spot's off. Like I've had <clears throat> when I was a child, my uh uh what do you call it? Pitching coach was uh Jose Alvarez. He used to be a relief pitcher for the Braves back in the day. Yeah. Um <clears throat> he would tell me about uh Greg Maddox's approach and what he taught him. And I actually heard Maddox say this in person one time. He like this is the this is the pitching rubber right here. Right. And he would say, I land, like I stand over here or over here, wherever the fuck. And if I'm going to throw the ball inside, I land 
here and if i'm going to throw the ball outside i land here and it was literally like two inches apart i'm like there's no way you can fucking see that and then i watched him pitch in a game from behind the dugout and i was like looking and it's like it's right there every single time it's really important how you land because you're in all your body's momentum that you're creating and generating that energy going forward it all happens as and you can see from the misses He's missing like four to six inches outside with a very, uh, uh, with a ball that's moving a lot. Mm-hmm. And he and Elder look almost the same. Like, obviously, the velocities are quite a bit different, but he and Elder are having the exact same problem right now. Yeah. Their front foot's not landing where it's supposed to or when it's supposed to. <clears throat> and that pitch that usually starts uh, middle in and works its way to the inside corner is now starting inside corner and working its way off the plate. And that's why he's got he's averaging five and a half walks per nine inning. Yeah, right which now. is crazy. That's no good. No good. One point seven seven eight whip. That's that's all that's happening. Everything else, the strikeout rate is because he's not getting this like that pitch that starts inside corner and goes off. Great with two strikes. Yeah, terrible pitch with less than two strikes. It's a fucking pointless pitch with less than two strikes. Um. So it's a mechanics issue. He'll get it figured out. Yeah, at some point, or he won't. Do you think uh, is it more of rust or is it more like maybe lacking confidence in landing? It could be tentative landing. Yeah, who yeah. knows? I mean, somebody look. Kranitz is pretty good at his job. Somebody, will, sure. I mean, and Bra- and just not even the Braves. Major League Baseball in general is really good about um, <clears throat> the uh, analytics software they have now that tracks your fucking core movement and stuff like that is really good now. So somebody has seen this already, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you can tell the force with which the front foot plants or anything like that, but you, you, you'll be able to tell, I would like to see side by sides of his follow through from mid last year to mid this year. Yeah. And I guarantee you there's going to be some difference. He's coming. Like if he's, if his foot's hitting too late, then his uh, back leg coming over will be slower or less pronounced than it was. And if he's hitting too early, then he'll be flying off to the left side. It's one of those two things. Well, that sucks. <laughs> I, I mean, it is what it is yeah. though. Like you fucking, I mean, it's, it's like, just, it's like a curveball, right? That you finally find your release point and yeah. that's it. Like you've got your release point. Right. You're still going to hang one from time to time, but once you've, once you get the feel for it, that's it. And I assume the Braves are more than willing to kind of let him, uh, for lack of a better term, like play himself back into game shape. It's been like fucking, since 2016, every single year, the Braves start slow and fucking Ugh, just... Every fucking time. They're, they're like the actual good version of Oakland. Like the version of Oakland that can actually win in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean. Well, now. <clears throat> I wouldn't have said that a full calendar year ago, but... Mm. They, were, they were right there. They were. Fucking... Uh, that, that was the coach that fucked that up. Snicker, without... If he, had, if he pitched Max Fried in Game 5 of that Dodgers series, we would be back-to-back champions, in my opinion. But... You know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, speaking of the, uh, the well, just the rest of baseball or whatever, uh, the first place team in the NL East, which is not the Braves right now, uh, the Mets and Cardinals got into a little brawl, a little 80s throwback. People forget the Mets and Cardinals fucking yeah. hated each other in the 80s. Yeah, because the Mets stole Keith Hernandez. Yeah. They were not happy about that. Like, you can't lose a mustache like that. No. Uh, Keith Hernandez was, like, the best... <clears throat> 
all around first baseman in baseball back then, in my opinion. Like nobody played defense at first base. Like there I were some he's, other dudes. He's maybe the greatest defensive first baseman maybe, of yeah. all time. There, there were some other dudes. Obviously, first base is a corner position. They hit for like Boog Powell's cranking out fucking home runs back then. There's a lot of dudes at first base that were hitting well back then, but nobody was a consistently above average hitter and played gold glove defense like yeah. him. And that's that was how the Cardinals were designed. And what's right? hilarious too is that he also had no power. Like the Cardinals, yeah. the Cardinals just fucking hated home runs in the eighties. It is. I mean, that wasn't. I, I guess maybe it wasn't a great place to hit home runs. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think but. it was pretty neutral. It's one of those cookie cutter ballparks, you know. Mm. Uh, but they played on astroturf, so I think they were like, "Fuck it, dude. Let's just let these dudes run forever. We could probably hit more inside the park home runs." He had a four-year stretch with the Cardinals. Uh, without, and I'm cutting off a couple of years where he missed time or he got traded to the Mets in 83. <clears throat> but he had 176 hits and 40 doubles a year, 90 RBI a year. Yeah, he had, so he had doubles power, but a lot yeah. of that too was... That, the alleys and that fucking thing and the fucking AstroTurf. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, yeah. He wasn't hitting a lot of home runs, I believe. No, but they had... Uh, he, you, know who, you know who he kind of was like in terms of the way he hit? Uh, Nick Markakis. Uh, yeah, very much like that. Man, this is fucking stupid. 88, or I'm sorry, 1981, my birth year, the Cardinals um, finished first in the NL East. Uh, I don't, they're, let's see, first in the NL East. Uh, and their home run leader for the year had 18. <laughs> Who was it? Okay. Was that a shortened season? No. 81? Yeah. Uh, like maybe. They, it said their record was 59, 43, and 1. Oh, then it was, yeah. <clears throat> um, Let's look at 82. They also they won the World Series in 1982. Yes. Finished first in the NL East, and their uh, leading home run hitter was the same guy, George Hendrick, 19 home runs. And their second best, 12. As a team, they hit 67 fucking home runs. Which is less than uh, Bonds hit. I think Sammy Sosa topped that once as well. I mean, McGuire topped that by himself for the Cardinals uh, what, yeah. a decade later, basically, yeah. two decades later. But they had 200 steals. Yeah. They had uh, Lonnie Smith had 68 that year. I have to assume they probably <clears throat> were at or near the top in doubles as well. And trip, they had to lead in triples. They had uh, 239 doubles and 52 triples. That's a lot. Yeah. That definitely led the league. But, yeah, they didn't give a fuck about home runs back then. Whitey ball, baby. <clears throat> uh, but the Cardinals and Mets had a nice little brawl there. The Mets threw at Arenado's head. Why did that happen? I couldn't remember why. They were just mad at him. Or- um, because of the opening series of the season? Or, or was it? I don't remember. Didn't uh, Wasn't there some bullshit between these two teams? But, uh, or not, not, not this year, but last year. I don't remember, but it did. Did did they throw at Arenado's head, or did they just buzz him up and in? They it was. I, I mean, it was definitely it was, up and in. There's no was, question about that. I don't that. know that it was supposed to be as close to his head as it was, but yeah. it got. I mean, it was more than up and in. Mm. Um. So the Mets have been hit by a pitch a lot this year. They've already been hit 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 19 times. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they're just kind of sick of it. So. Pete Alonso was hit on the helmet with a pitch uh, for the second time this season. Yeah, Lindor has been hit in the head this year at yeah. least once. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, look, it sucks, but 
you can't carry shit in from other series into new teams against new teams in the series. Um, so I, I don't think that they look at what uh, clearly wasn't retribution. That's no, no. That, and that's, that's what they're saying is that it really might not be that. Yeah. Um, but um, man, they fucking, they were Aaron Otto was pissed. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, look, I understand dudes want to fucking not get pitched up and in, but when you're, all armored up and you're on top of the plate fuck you dude right get off my fucking plate yeah like i i used to hit dudes regardless like if a dude crowded the plate too much i wouldn't buzz him in i would hit him and if he came up again and did it again i'd hit him again over and over until he got the fuck off of my plate like that's <laughs> mine that belongs to me in the ass no in the ribs okay every time like right under the fucking arm right here make him that's, remember that's where it hurts the worst without causing any real injury. Although right. sometimes, I mean, it depends on how dumb the guy is. If he just fucking sticks his arms up like this and his ribs are getting broken, that's his problem, not mine. <laughs> but if he rolls into it, it just hits your push-up muscle. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, uh, but yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's good baseball. Sometimes it's going to slip and go up next to the head. And I think that's why the Mets were so like, shut the fuck up about this. Like, dude, we've been getting hit more than anybody. It's right. not our fault. It's the fucking ball. And then like, that's I'm what gonna... Bassett said. Yeah. He complained about the ball. And then Cardinals pitcher, Miles well, Mikolas. Bassett complained about the ball the day before this happened, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. And Miles Mikolas was like, uh, shut the fuck up. You need to like take more responsibility for your actions. It's something like that. <laughs> like, fuck off, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, and it's uh, the coach that came up from behind Pete Alonzo and s- grabbed him like that. Stubby clap. Yeah, uh, Literally his name, Stubby Clap. Yeah, don't. That's a bad idea. That guy, I kind, I, I kind of flashed back to uh, Pedro Martinez throwing fucking Don Zimmer. Don Zimmer, which was really funny, by the way. Oh, it was hilarious. like Don Zimmer was charging at him like a fucking like Humpty Dumpty or some shit. Like, what were you thinking, dude? There's yeah, no like, muscle on your entire body. Who? Um, who do you think you are? Yeah, but that then Alonzo comes out in the press and says, I mean, I could have put that dude in the hospital, but I decided not to. Like, oh, could you have? <laughs> Pete, shut the fuck up. That was fucking, he's like, I'm a big, strong guy. You know, yeah, everyone on the field is a big, strong yeah, guy. Like, L- literally, every single person. Anybody that talks shit after the fact like that and tries to sound like a tough guy, cunt. Uh, that, that's just that's real pussy bullshit to me so i heard i used that, to i used to like alonzo a lot but not after that that was some fucking weak bullshit i or i read that and was like no way you didn't say that like mm-hmm. right and so i watched the video he was a little more it sounded a little more like he was justifying or not justifying but he's like yeah i understand why they had to hold me down i could fuck anyone up yeah you know what i mean uh i mean it was just shut up dude. it was real dumb like i i really do appreciate pete alonzo though just being like i, I could kill a man with my yeah. bare hands yeah i mean no he's a he's a fucking animal there's no question about that but everybody already knew that you didn't yeah. need to say it people that say stuff it's like expositional dialogue in theater it's that's weak man you yeah. fucked it up uh anyways speaking of the mets we found out this week while why michael conforto hadn't been signed by anybody he's had major surgery Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, he got his whole butthole ripped out or something. Hold on, let me see what it was. We can just go with that. Uh, Michael Conforto, season-ending shoulder surgery. Yeah, his shoulder was fucked up. That's why nobody was signing him. Fuck. Which sucks for him because he wasn't under contract, which means this is a free year for him. Like, he's not getting paid by just anybody. No, yeah, just no money. 
Uh, Although I'm sure he'll get a fucking great contract next year. He's a good, he's a good hitter. I mean, yeah. he's, he's like 220 guy, but he's going to hit you fucking 25 or 30 home runs. Which is all we care, especially if they uh, unfuck the balls. That seems fine. Uh, well, he hit home runs even in 2018. He had 28. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he'll be all right. Uh, speaking of dudes <clears throat> who are benefiting from the ball, uh, have you looked up Kevin Gossman's numbers? He's leading the league in wins over placement for pitchers. He's point three off the lead from Nolan Arenado, who has the overall lead. Uh, uh, he'll, I mean, look, yeah, he looks that that whole uh, that whole team looks pretty good. To yeah. be honest, do you know what his current uh, walk per nine is? Probably less than one. Yeah, it's zero point zero zero. He hasn't walked anybody. He yet? has not walked anyone on the season. <clears throat> his homer per nine also zero point zero zero. I got to look up this year, Kurt Schilling. I think it was. I think it was a year after they won the World Series, so two thousand two. He had. Hold on, let me look. So Gossman, I'll keep talking while you look it up. Yeah. Gossman has a two one nine ERA, which is great. Uh, but his fielding independent pitching, which is basically an ex like what it, what he, what it would be just on him <clears throat> pitching, not mm. counting the defense or anything, is point five six. So his uh, and then here's the fucked up part. This is what's really fucked up. The batting average on balls in play against Gosman is three ninety one. So he's also unlucky right now. These are his numbers while he's being get like getting fucked by luck. Like he is deeply unlucky. He's striking <laughs> out eleven dudes per nine, and <laughs> literally hasn't walked a batter. And every ball that people are making contact with, the few that are being made contact like 40% with, forty percent of them are hits. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. He's good, man. I um, I liked him on the Braves. I was sad to see him go. Yeah. Um, I thought he was an interesting piece that I would have because he had an okay year with LA. It wasn't mm-hmm. amazing, but you could kind of see like there were certain starts where you could see mm-hmm. like there's something there. Um, and then he fucking goes to the Giants and yeah, this it. team is uh, they haven't even really gotten started yet. No. Like Ryu's Ryu's out still. They haven't even gotten their fucking rotation set yet. So they're. That'll be interesting, and it's them and the fucking Yankees up at the top of the AL East. I, I'm surprised with the Yankees. I don't think it'll last. No, to be I don't think so either. Um, <clears throat> fucking Garrett Cole looks not great. Oh, yeah. Uh, he looks terrible. But they've gotten pretty good performances out of Montgomery and uh, Severino so far. Severino looks really good, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, Severino is always like. He's up down a lot. Yeah, I mean he's a great pitcher, but it's all he just kind of never fully put a season together yeah. type of situation. You know, I, so it, and Nestor Cortez is having a great year so far too. And um, then who don't they have someone injured still? Uh, who the fuck knows? I think everybody does. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, let's see, pitcher wise, I don't see a starter. Some young dude, but. Um, yeah, there's one year Kurt Schilling had 33 walks in the entire season and 23 wins. That's that's pretty impressive. Is that with the Dimebacks? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was 2002, the year after they won okay. the World Series. Yeah, goddamn. So damn. that those two years, goddamn, dude, those two years that he uh, was with the Diamondbacks the whole time. Well, I guess he was there in 2003 as well, but he was hurt. Um, <clears throat> he was 45 and 13. 45 wins, and he walked 72 people. It's insane to me that the Diamondbacks did not repeat in 2002. Yeah, 
Like, well, the Angels were fucking, and the Dodgers are the the Giants were so good that year, dude. They got, but they got swept by the Cardinals in the division series. True, yeah. Swept with Randy yeah. Johnson and fucking Kurt Schilling. Yeah, but that was fucking Pools come breaking out year, right? Uh, well, no, it was the year. I mean, Pools broke out his rookie year. But, I'm talking about like in the postseason. Oh yeah, like, he fucking lit it up that year, I believe. Um, yeah, I don't know. He, his his strikeout to walk ratio was nine point five eight. In that second season. Jesus fucking Christ, that's crazy. Yeah. That's um, that's ten strikeouts for every one walk. Yeah. That's, he, had, he had thirty-four starts and thirty-three walks. The, that was kind of like the first in terms of what currently counts as like a modern pitching rotation. Yeah. Like those guys, man, they were fucking killers. I don't think there's ever been ever uh like for a single year or a two-year stretch, a better one-two punch than than Randy Johnson and Kurt nope, Schilling. Nope, not not even like even Maddox Smoltz Glavin no. situation because they didn't. Man, that, I, I've never seen anything like that before. That I, that's easily the best playoff one-two punch yeah. of all time. Like I don't possibly know what could beat. That. I mean, they won co MVP <clears throat> in the World yeah. Series, and it fucked up a lot of teams. Even to this day, because a lot of people, a lot of general managers still think if you've got two great starters, you can win any series, and mm. this is not true. Any Well, it is true if you can find Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling again <laughs> at their peaks, but that's how fucking the, likely The rest that. of that Diamondbacks team kind of sucked. They didn't really, I mean, wasn't uh, Craig Council the starting shortstop? Yeah, like, Council how, was how there. Could you, how good could you be? Right. And uh, Young Kim yeah. was their closer who blew, like, every fucking save in the World Series. Yeah. he. I mean, look, you never would have had uh, – was it Renneria? Who was it that had that walk-off hit? At Renneria had the walk-off against the – Oh, that's right. With the, the against Indians, the Indians. With the yeah, 97. Luis Gonzalez had the walk-off. Luis Gonzalez, yeah. And uh, you never would have had that if Young Young Kim hadn't blown the goddamn save in that's the first true. place. But Although, to be fair uh, – or what I should – not to be fair, what I should say is I – think that Luis Gonzalez uh, should have been jailed for doing that because, I mean, the Yankees, 9-11, mm. really going to do that to New York Yeah, a month after 9-11? I think he should have been jailed for that goatee he had all those years. Yeah. He looked like a fucking villain from old Star Trek or some shit. I'm also pretty sure he did hella steroids, so. Corey Dickerson is already on the Cardinals. Oh, good for him. Good for him. That took zero amount of time. Yeah. Wait, no, that's a different Dickerson. Alex Dickerson is who we had. Corey Dickerson's actually good at baseball. <laughs> I'm looking at pools at his stats in that postseason. 2002? Yeah, 2001, he had 111, but 2002. 139? Yeah. No, uh, was, 139 WRC plus, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he had a 23 WRC plus there. Uh, and then, real quick, we can't <laughs> show it uh, for the video, for the audio listeners, you're obviously not going to see it regardless, but man, what a... What a walk-off for the Twins the other day. Yeah, that was a real bad news bear situation. Yeah. It's like you had multiple attempts to prevent that, and every single play went wrong. Like, five, like seriously, go. How many errors were on that one play? I think it was like three or four. Like, the first was the catch, the missed catch yes. by the outfielder. That's an error. Which, by the way, to get an error in the outfield, you have to, like, it's easy to get an error in the infield. Yeah. You have to, like, badly fuck up to yeah. get an error in the outfield. This dude just dropped a not a fly ball. It was but a like, line drive. Uh, but, but it wasn't like a smash no, line drive. It wasn't knuckling at him or anything like no. that. Um, Dropped that. And then there were three throwing errors, I think. Yeah. And there's a, there's a team error in baseball. So if there's a pop-up between the outfield and, and infield and it drops 
even through incompetence, that's a team error. It doesn't count towards either one of the guys. Yeah. This one was, this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I go look up this video as soon as you're done listening to the show. It is, if you haven't seen it already, it is goddamn unbelievable. Yeah. It was hard to watch. I would get mad at like my softball team for doing that. Yeah. I would, at some point, <laughs> I would have been like, just stop throwing the ball. Eat it. Eat it. Just yell, eat it until they stop throwing the ball. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Fuck's wrong with you. Uh, yeah, it was. It's pretty. It was hard to watch. That was the most impressive sporting thing I've seen this week, and I'm including John Morant's dunk in that. Yeah, like that was just. Sometimes, like incompetence is more like it's really impressive to like do a like do something amazing, but it's mm-hmm. also really impressive to like so, so thoroughly shit your pants that you're like, man, I didn't know anyone could could fill their pants with that much shit. Yeah. Well, he did. <laughs> he definitely did. Well, not just him. It wasn't just the right fielder. It was everybody. Everyone. Hold on. Oh, me, I got to look up that game. What day was that? Uh, I don't know. It was a couple of days ago. Tigers at the Twins. And by the way, now I'm just hoping that the Tigers missed the playoffs by one game. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's all I want out of this season now Oof. is the Tigers to miss the playoffs, the extended playoffs by one game. And they're just almost good enough to do that like they're feisty i wouldn't call them like a a great team or anything but they've got enough pieces that they could you know you play a season a thousand times with that team they're gonna they're gonna be contending for the playoffs a fair amount um so i'm hoping one of those outcomes i think they only gave they called that a single really yeah and then uh throwing error by the catcher was the only error that they charged. How? No clue. Go look it up. Yeah, watch the video. There's no way. Yeah, but the fucking... The second baseman made a pretty shitty throw here. The second baseman... Nick said... Our co-worker Nick said that second baseman made a... There wasn't that many errors. The shitty throw, though, like if if you're relaying the ball to home and you throw up the baseline, that's not an error. Yeah. Right. So technically not an error, but they are not counting the original fly ball that that dude definitely should have caught. That was a fucking, it wasn't a can of corn or anything, right. but Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like if you're that bad, you should be in left field. You know, it's, right. like the, it's like the NFL. Like if it touches your hands, you should catch it. Yeah. Right. If it touches your glove, unless it's like a really, really crazy play, you should probably catch it. I got to watch this again. Uh, that's all I got for today. Yeah. I'm going to watch this again. Uh, Detroit sucks. Not good. Like, just the city in general sucks. Nature has healed. The Tigers are back to normal. Yep. So on and so forth. See you next week. This has been Tomahawked for Dan Holloway. I am Rob Fox. Uh, Look look out for us on socials. We're going to be making all those pretty soon. Uh, But, yeah.